0: Lock Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sports Docket with H Man and a Cross.
1: Check it out.
0: The best sports radio show.
2: On Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the sports docket, hotter than a speeding rocket. This is the 11th of October on a stormy night in New York City. Ethan Quasman, a.k.a. the Quas, and Stephen Ackerman, a.k.a. the Ace Man. A big night in sports and a lot to talk about, including the end of the Yankees' dynasty. Hello, Ace Man, how you doing?
3: Well, you're the Ace Man, but yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh,
2: I know I'm the awesome. Ace Man. <laughs> I know I'm the ace man.
3: Hi, I'm the i the quad. And our plan for tonight, basically, uh, me and Steven, we want to console Yankee fans. We know a lot of them are going to be calling in you know, about this season. And we want to, you know, keep it steady. We don't want to get too much under the belt. We don't want to go under the skin.
2: Under yeah, the- yeah. Well, uh, just let our listeners know, uh, I, of course, I am the ace man, and he is the Quas, And, yeah. um... Uh, well, a lot to talk about. If you want to call into our show, our phone number is of course 1-646-478-5118. Repeating again, one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. And uh, if you want to call in, but you can't quite think of anything to talk about, we have a poll question for you tonight. Our poll question is: Do you think Joe Torre will return as the Yankees manager? And if not, what job do you think he will do? after uh he gets fired as the Yankees manager, will you know, will he be an ice cream man, will he be a pizza delivery man? Yeah. Uh, it could be anything. So uh, give us your opinions on that. Give us your opinions on the Yankees. Yeah. And uh we're gonna start our show off with uh talking about a little bit about the Yankees. We're gonna get into some football and hockey also as we go into into the show.
3: Yes, so once again you can call in and if you're afraid of speaking call on the phone if you're a Yankee fan and you haven't used the phone in in four days, when you can you can aim us um you can aim Myself, Quaster06, you can name Steven during the show, Metsinatic910, and we'll put your comment on the air. So, um,
2: All right, well, well, uh, to start off, uh, of course, the Indians uh, beat the Yankees in Game 4 of the ALCS, and uh, that was absolutely fantastic, Ethan.
3: Yeah, I mean, for Mets fans watching that series and seeing Wong meltdown in two games, the potential side of the candidate down the drain right there, you know, it was... um, the Mets fans, is, uh, it was consoling, to say the least. I actually felt, I mean, the Mets fans shouldn't say you worry about the Yankee fans, you worry about what the Yankee team is doing, but really, I mean, the Yankees in that series, uh, they were a dead team. I mean, Aaron finally finally got his first home run um, in the postseason uh, when he hit one out in, in game four. But already the game was pretty much over, and the series was pretty much over. So, um, yeah, I mean, Yankees fans... Uh, we're, we'll try to
2: consolidate you tonight. So, yeah. All, all
3: right. Steve, right. we do have a call on the line.
2: Oh, we do already? I wonder who it could be.
3: Yeah, I wonder who it would be. Um, yeah. It's just, um, on Sports Docket. And, uh, we're taking phone calls now. uh a 516 area code. What's the way to call, them? You're on the Sports Docket, 8 seven o'clock. What's up?
4: Oh, uh, nothing much. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, what's up? Right, I flip you, Bye-bye. Um, Yeah, I don't really have any sports questions. I was just told to call by my girlfriend.
2: Interesting. Okay. I
4: would go off on a humorous kind of rant. However, I'm currently in the basement of a funeral home. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Are you really? Oh, really? Do you think it would be bad if I asked if I could go get dinner? (laughs) Are you hungry? No, Steve. I'm not hungry. That's why I want dinner.
2: (laughs) Well, um... Why not? Go get some food.
4: Yeah.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> and well, um, I mean, it's kind of like the scale of, should I
4: really walk out of my grandpa's wake? That's um, raining, and I'd have to ask for money.
2: Um, Probably not. Yeah, You sound like a Yankee
3: fan there.
4: Yes. No, actually, I don't really care about sports. And I like that because if I don't have a favorite team, I can always mock whoever's losing.
3: All right. Well, thanks for calling in. And uh, uh, cool.
2: So mock the Yankees. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Those Yankees suck. <laughs> yep. You're right about that.
3: Yep. Uh, all right. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, I'll see you later, Steve.
2: All right. Later, man. Take
3: that. All right. So that was uh, interesting. Very interesting call, definitely. Uh, want to respect uh, the area which he was calling from, but yeah. But thanks for calling in. And uh, no, we are taking phone calls. We're gonna mainly take phone calls from Yankee fans. We probably won't know who it is, but. We'll assume you're a Yankee fan because the Mets seem pretty much over. And we do have another call on the line, the five one six number. Uh, thanks for calling in. You're on the Sports Talk at eight seven o'clock. What's going on?
2: Hello. Hello. Eve. Hey, who's this? It's Frank. Hey, Frank. What's going on, Frank? What's going on? Hey, Eve. Just talking about the Yankees. You're still all sulking. You're still crying. Oh uh, no, I'm not really crying. A little disappointing.
3: But, you know, in school we always talk about it.
2: All right, well, um, so Uh, um, what are your feelings on the season? Do you think Joe should come back?
3: Uh, Now that I think about it, he should, because I heard the other horrible replacements who will be no better. So Uh, he should come back.
2: uh, What about uh, Roger Clemens? What about him?
3: No, don't worry, no. He's 45 years old, and he pitched pretty poorly in a game where we really needed a veteran. All right,
2: well, uh, Frank, I have a, I have a special moment for you about Roger Clemens, so if you could just hold on to the line for a couple of seconds. I have a special moment to play for you about Roger Clemens, all right?
5: All right, sure.
1: Roger Clemens is in
0: Georgia's box, and Roger Clemens is coming back. Oh, my good,
5: goodness gracious. Of all the dramatic things dramatic things I've ever seen. Roger Clemens standing right in George Steinbrenner's box announcing he is
0: back. Roger Clemens is a New
1: York Yankee. And there we go. How about
2: that, Frank?
3: Yeah, just, just oh. a little bit of a... High, uh,
2: it was so well, different. I knew when
3: he came, I knew he wasn't going to be as good as he was with with uh, <laughs> Houston because of, you know, the league is more of the powerhouse. I
2: mean, that's sure setting some great expectations for Roger right there.
3: Yeah, it was, but <laughs> well he pitched all right during the during the uh his, his uh you know whatever 15 starts with the Yankees. But I don't care if he comes back. If he does, he does. If not, oh well.
2: Well, yeah, then, being then, yeah, then, yeah, yeah I'm bring sorry. back. Yeah, well, being serious now about Roger Clemens, uh, of course he he pitched okay during the season. You know, he did he did his he did his job, but
1: yeah,
3: he
2: did not for $28 million, I don't think, but... No, no,
3: not a chance in the world. to get more money than A-Rod, but that was retarded, especially in half
2: the season. But uh, be uh, to be real here about Clemens, I mean, what what can you really expect from a 46-year-old? I mean, he unfortunately, he, the injury bug uh, got him at the end of the season. So, um, yeah, uh, Clemens, you know, he could have been a little bit better, but unfortunately, he's 46 years of age, and... Um, you know, he wasn't healthy for the postseason. I would have liked to see him pitch in the postseason at
3: 100%. Yeah, just another highlight of the, uh, the Yankees season that ends with an ALDS defeat for the third straight year.
2: Okay, Frank. Well, thanks for the call, man. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, great. I right, uh, think he's off the line. All okay. right. Uh, thanks for in Frank. Um, you can
3: call in once again, 1646-478-5118. Uh, uh, Stephen, we're going to take a uh a break and then we'll um,
2: we'll go we'll go back to a little bit more yankee talk we'll get a little bit more serious and get into uh, what you should expect for next year as a yankee fan and um, a little bit more and we're going to also preview the ALCS and the NLCS. We'll yeah. be right back on the Sports Talk. That's We'll right back.
6: Hey, sports fans. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Be sure to check out a sponsor of this show at www.myedimedia.com. This show is advertised on this website, and you can also check out interesting sports news brought to you in an amazing, cool way at myedimedia.com. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight, sponsored by my EDI Media. The Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio with Ace Man and the Quad. Let's go.
1: Yeah.
7: New York Sports and everything else. If you
1: don't want to
0: know what we're all about. Like this, young all is 10% of 20% skills. Heard whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else. Alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know.
3: All right, welcome back to the sports docket with Ace Man and the Quass. Once again, the phone number is
2: eight5118: right, Yeah, we'll be taking your phone calls all night. Right now, we're doing Yankees. A little bit later, we're going to do NFL picks. A little recap of the Jets Giants from last week, of course, and we'll get into a little hockey later, also. Of course, so the Islanders beat the Rangers last night, two one at the Coliseum. Yeah, I'll as go- we're just getting started in the two thousand seven NHL season.
3: Yeah, just underway. I'm mean, just underway um, to the last show. The NHL team just got underway. Uh, the Mighty Ducks played a couple games with the um, with, with the Kings in Lo- in London. Mighty Ducks uh, looked a much like a much different team this year than their Stanley Cup team last year, but we'll
2: get into that later on. It's very early. You can't really judge anybody on four games yet. Like Ottawa will not be as good as their four and zero record says, and the Rangers will not as, be as bad as their one and two record says. So. You can
3: probably judge the Florida Panthers are zero and four.
2: Um, uh, you see, you can, not even them. I think they have a good young team. They just, you know, need to gel in a little bit. Everybody needs to gel in right now. Okay, Actually, you know, it's one of those sports where you can't really know a team until, like, the second half of the season because, you know, all the line combinations, you know, you need chemistry and you need all that stuff. All yeah. right, but let's get back to Yankees a little bit, and, let, and let's get back to baseball because that's the number one topic right now. Yeah,
3: no doubt. And, of course, um, Stephen, you went on Mark's show.
2: Yep, then- I went on uh, Sports Hub with Mark and Evan last week, and I was talking to him a little bit about the Yankees.
3: Yeah, you were getting a little... Because you were, you were trying to... I was trying to get under the skin a little bit. You were, I don't know. Maybe you were. I don't know if I was getting under the skin. Maybe I was. But, um, of course, um had a lot of things to say on this show, and I have a little piece for... I have a little response to Mark um, and and Evan. For okay. And here he goes. <laughs>
2: a football night, this really isn't a hockey night, this is a baseball night, Absolutely and the New York Yankees are playing the Cleveland Indians, and I just want to send you my condolences, I want to, I'll want i send you my brooms, I'll send you my Kleenex, what do you think about that?
5: Alright, well we'll be, uh, I hope you're enjoying your cemetery right now. I'm just curious, what was the Mets score today, I missed the game.
2: Uh, well the Mets were playing golf, uh, they shot pretty good uh, down 18 holes down in Florida, they're shooting pretty good down there.
5: Oh well uh, I hope they're enjoying that and um
2: Well
3: um just wanna I I I will I will,
5: draw, I will go to one eight hundred flowers a little later on and put my flowers next to their tombstone and uh I'll see you guys there.
2: Well uh the bottom line is, um the Mets have zero postseason wins in two thousand seven and the Yankees have zero postseason wins in two thousand seven.
5: A little bit. I mean, with the media saying Yankees, 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 I mean, and Exactly just, then, then the Indians think, oh, we have nothing to prove. People already don't think that we're going to win. So we can go out there. Damon. Damon. <laughs> and Damon. <laughs> take the lead! Right. There it goes! <laughs> <Through> <laughs> the <opportunity laughs> take the lead! Beautiful shot from Johnny Damon! And uh, I just want to go back to Ace Man who called us earlier from the sports docket and. That is what you get. A beautiful shot by Johnny Damon and the New York Yankees lead it five to three here on the bottom half of the fifth with just one out. Yankees facing elimination, and they and Johnny Damon just came thrilling the clutch. Beautiful job, and now they need to hold the lead. <laughs>
7: Field well
6: hit. Cabrera on the run.
7: Track wall and gone. A leadoff home
0: run for Grady Sizemore. These are
7: about by high. And boy, he is right on that. The fifth leadoff home run this season for Grady Sizemore. That ball was close to two. Up in front in game four. Now Borowski has set the 0 2. Hey, struck them out, swinging. Ball game over. American League Division Series over. Cleveland wins. Well, the Cleveland Indians have eliminated the Yankees from the baseball playoffs, winning three out of four games. It's the Indians who move on to the American League Championship Series. They will play Boston starting Friday at Fenway Park. The Indians have won tonight by the score of 6-4.
2: Okay, so that was me appearing on Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan. So uh, Ethan, that was pretty good, right?
3: Yeah, I must say you definitely. Um,
2: nice audio there,
3: Ethan. Hey, no problem with that. Uh, that was a Quasim production, but yeah. Uh, a Quasim uh, production. Yeah, Quasim production.
2: Very nice. Yeah,
3: um, we actually have a call on the line right now. Okay. But uh, we'll take it right now. The five one six number. Are you on the sports doctor with Ace and on the cross. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Steve, it's me again. Hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, um, yeah I bet you're really enjoying all these. Uh, I bet you're enjoying making fun of the Yankees, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, right, back to some offseason season uh, things. What do you think of A-Rod, Fasada, Moe, and Pettit coming back to the Yankees?
2: Um. Well, what I think of it? Uh, Arod, I say, I think he will come back. Mm-hmm. I think Posada will come back. I think Rivera, will, I, I I think Rivera will come back. How, I don't think Clemens will come back. I don't think Pettit will come back. How awkward
3: would that be to see Mo in uh, another uniform?
2: It would be pretty weird to see Mo in another uniform. I think. Um, well, Mo said in his press conference or yeah, he his wants interview. Corey that Joe Torre's uh, hiring or firing had a lot to do with his decision. Yeah. But I don't believe that's true. I think if the Yankees give him money, I think he'll stay. Yeah, I think well. he should retire as a Yankee. And he should pitch in the new stadium as well, even if he's not as good as he used to be. Yeah, Ethan, what do you think about that?
3: You know, Stephen, it's very sad. Uh, you know, The Yankees have been losing, you know, pretty much a cornerstone of their team, Posada, Arod, maybe.
2: Well, I mean, this era, this Yankee era of, like, this, this dynasty, this Joe Torre, Derek Jeter era is kind of, Coming towards the end, it might have only like a year or two left. With all these guys becoming a lot older, you know.
3: Yeah, it's pretty pretty depressing. I must say, even the looking at.
2: So Frank, do you think the Yankees will make any big moves this offseason besides Arod? Uh,
3: yes, I do. It's possible. It was some floating around through uh, Mike and the Mad Dog and ESPN. The, the Yankees were mentioning trading Wong and Melky for Johan, and I don't know how I don't know how true that is or what the possibility is, but I'm pretty sure next year Johan will be uh, definitely on another team.
2: Okay, well, Frank, now getting off topic a little bit, you like the Yankee announcers, right? Do I like them? Uh, Yeah, they're all right. All right, well, i got another special Susan Waldman clip for you.
1: Oh, my God.
3: (laughs)
2: All right, let's let's see. uh, This is the post-game show after Game 4. This is Susan Waldman crying about the Yankee losses.
5: You're going to have to bear with me here, because you know me. I, I cry at Cinderella, and I can't believe what's going on in there. Um, this, th- What's going on in that clubhouse, in, and what Joe Torre is saying at the podium, John, this rivals that plane ride from Seattle, because everybody knows there's going to be a lot of changes, and people are absolutely saying goodbye to each other. And it's a very, very tough place to be right now. So are, uh, friend,
3: All right. Yeah, you've said, had your fun. This
5: is this is <laughs> we suck. my life. i miss this for anybody. Now I was okay actually till I went into the clubhouse and the coaches are sitting in Tory's office and they are watching this and the tears that you hear in my voice
0: well, are
5: coming down the faces.
3: Oh,
2: oh well. <laughs> 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 Come on, there's no crying in baseball.
3: Yeah, Steve, I can't I can't even compose myself. You
2: lost, face it. After, after hearing season, I can't even compose myself right now. Uh, what do you think about crying on the air, Frank?
3: Eh, a little embarrassing, a little embarrassing, but, you know.
2: She... I guess it's emotion, but still, I mean, crying, come on.
3: Hey, the hey, guy... hey, hey, come on. David Wright cried, A-Rod cried.
2: Uh, when did David Wright cry?
3: After his post game, because he was complaining that he knows that they're better than that. And A-Rod was crying because he has no idea what he's doing. Well, I can't knock
2: you on that. I didn't see David Wright crying. It may be true, but I'm not sure about that. But, um, yeah, I'll so. we'll definitely
3: check that out. But, yeah, um, thanks for calling in uh, once again. And, and Thanks,
2: Frank. You're and helping you helping our it. show. All right, see you later. All right, great.
3: All right, so um, a little bit of warm in there uh, for you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Yankees, of course, are uh, now eliminated um, from the postseason. Uh, the Indians have to watch, they'll join the Mets and the golf course, they'll watch the uh, Indians for the Red Sox, they'll watch the Red Sox win another World Series, and that'll be the end of
2: that. Um, Yankee, Yankee fans, this will be a long process of healing for you guys. Especially yeah, well, if you lose Mariano, if you lose Posada. You know, if George Torrey comes back, you know, I think the money will lure them back here, but, you know, you can't be 100% sure of that. You don't know. I mean, the Yankees had a chance in April to sign, you know, sign Rivera for two years, to sign Posada for two years, you know, to um, try to pay A Rod before he can have a chance stopped out. But now, this is those three players and Joe Torrey, there is not a hundred percent guarantee on any of them will come back. So this could really change the uh, base of the Yankees franchise.
3: No doubt about it. The Yankees are going to have to be looking. Um or on the market this year that they need relief pitch. You know, that job with Cameron's the only definite in their bullpen. But, of course, um...
2: And also, um... You know, obviously the Yankees lost the series in four games, but you know why they lost? Why? Because of the bugs. Oh,
3: the bugs, yes.
2: The yeah, bugs. the little bugs. You know, the Indians, obviously, they let those bugs out on, on purpose so they could beat the Yankees, you know? Yeah.
3: I mean, the Mets beat the Mets five out of six in the last six games, and the Mets beat the Yankees in game in game one, two uh, against the Indians.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and how about Paul Bird? Yeah, Paul, Paul Bird. Bird beating the Yankees. That's Paul Bird it. against Ching Ming Wong. Are you kidding me?
3: Yeah, I mean this the Yankees said, should
2: kill him in that game. The Yankees were completely
3: dead in this third. I mean, one had a home run, he set a tone, and that was it. Five more set
2: the tone, and the game was
3: pretty much over
2: from there. Yeah, Grady's home run in game one, it kind of, and also the Yankees allowed four runs in the first two innings, which kind of, you know, that kind of took the life out of the stadium.
3: No doubt about that.
2: And you know what? Actually, um, the player that hasn't been getting criticized enough for uh, their postseason losses here has been Derek Jeter. I mean, he was just awful.
3: Uh, he was totally... How many
2: double plays can you ground into?
3: He you do have
2: to. You know, you have to give Jeter a break because. He's, done, he's been clutch in the postseason so many times, you know, when they won all those four championships, when uh, he did the flip against Jeremy Giambi in Oakland, you know, um, also, when he hit the home run against byung and Kim, he's been so clutch so many times. So, you know, he's, like, untouchable with that. But, you know, A-Rod, he, he actually did it even a little bit better than Jeter, but A-Rod still gets the blame for it.
3: Oh, well, Jeter is the captain of his team, of course, so you have to spare him here. Jeter
2: is the captain.
3: Yeah, it's very cheater. Um, but, Stephen, of course, uh, many Yankee fans um, have taken the coll- uh, it collapse, believing losing to Fort Indians was pretty unimpressive. Uh, I've taken this this series of defeat differently. One fan, Mike and Mayor you know, had uh, something to say about it, didn't he?
2: Uh, yeah, this guy Mike, who does he does impersonations for WFAN. So he had a little bit of something to say after the Yankees lost game one. This is game one now. This is not after game four. He called Boomer and Carton Show in the morning, and he had a little bit of something to say on WFAN in New York. Come on, Greenwood Hotel Room. It is New
7: York Yankees baseball talk. With my year, Susan. Susan, say hi. How are you? Boom. Yeah. Greg, how are me? I mean you. Anyway, how do you predict baseball? You can't. Odd game, you know. You can throw the numbers out the window. You know, baseball. It's a game played every day. It's, you know, you're talking about Derek Jeter hitting the ball the other way on a, on a ball that uh, he has that gentarian swing, goes the other way with it. Hey, there's nine fielders. Yeah, it's a little to the left, a little to the right. It's a, it's a three-run double. So, I can't figure baseball. <laughs> there you go.
5: <laughs> hey Susan, what do you want to say? Guys. You know, looking at the numbers, it is an odd game. Sebastian, 9-to-1 walk-to-strikeout ratio. <laughs> yeah, how do you figure this one? You know, since we
7: are in Cleveland... Right. Let's get this one on for you. Okay. <laughs> Little crocodile rock, here we go. It'll be a 2-1 pitch to Jeter. Ah, pitch. Look out! Space hit the right center field! It'll go all the way to the world! Come on, Susan, get up! I remember...
1: <laughs> the biggest we
7: ever got Whoa! No on pitch for Pettit? <laughs> Spike, three Call! Now he got him looking up that Cutter And you know, what, John, he broke another one through the crocodile rock Whoa! Now I'm rocking It's on the shark And your teacher, the two-old fish Oh, the count's Do we have to do another spot, Susan? How do you figure baseball? How do you predict it? It'll be a 2-2 pitch to Mankiewicz. That's filled with the Yankees. Ramona in the line. The he deal? Come on. Big chance to have in left center field. It'll go all the way to the all. Doug Mankiewicz having a renaissance. No.
5: <laughs> a big hit.
1: Are we taking any questions? By the way,
2: whatever happens in 30 days to pitch. <laughs> there you go. That's a great call right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the... Mike Man Pack, he's my hero. All right, we got another caller on the line, and then we'll take a little commercial break get into some football here.
3: All right, it's a it's a nine one seven number. Watch your name? we call calling from around Sports the What's up? Hey, what's
2: up, guys? Hey, how you doing?
7: What's up? Look, I got, I just got one thing to say. Right?
3: Okay.
2: okay, what is
7: it? I want everybody to listen to this because it's really nice.
1: Okay. Oh, I just lose.
2: <laughs> that
7: nice. is such a beautiful thing, isn't it, guys? It
2: is beautiful. Thank you, Dad, for calling. It is beautiful. <laughs> I saying. love
7: it. I love it. It's great.
2: Yeah, the Yankees. Uh, it's it's great when they lose, especially for us Mets fans here. You know, because uh, our us Mets fans, we got knocked out, so
7: yeah, all we had to do then, was root for uh, the Yankees.
2: You know. Well, you know, we
7: did blow. You know, we had it and we messed
2: up. And you know, it wasn't I mean, more than messed up.
7: Yeah, you know what? That's true. That was what well, that was embarrassing, but uh it happens. But for all you Yankee fans out there, I'm sorry. You know, and just don't cry and you know, next year you'll just do it again. You'll
2: know, match <laughs> up again. <laughs> well thank you. And of course, uh the Mets will be the oh eight World Series champions. We all know that. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Next year, we'll do it. Next year, we'll do it. I have confidence in us.
2: Okay, uh, thanks for the call, and uh, go Mets. You got it. Bye Thank bye you. All right.
3: That was yeah. funny. Yeah, that was um, your dad right there showing us.
2: All right, oh. now, before um, we uh, take a little commercial break here and get into some football, uh, me and Ethan will make our postseason picks for the rest of the postseason. Uh, we have the ALCS, of course, the Boston Red Sox against the Cleveland Indians, game one tomorrow night at Fenway Park. And we also have the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Colorado Rockies. Yes, that's, that is right, the Colorado Rockies. Actually, that's game one is underway. The game one is underway about right now, right? 8.30, I believe it's the start yeah,
3: time. Yeah, it's starting in 11 minutes or so. So I'll give like a quick first update. We'll
2: give update. We'll give an update on that game at the end of our show. So, Ethan, uh, who do you like? Well, first we'll start off with the ALCS. Ethan, who do you like? I am taking the Red Sox in six. I
3: think uh, this team is very reminiscent of that 2004 club. Um, They're pretty much the same cornerstone. Josh Beckett has been in the World Series. He's been World Series MVP. Kurt Schilling's been in the World Series. He's World Series MVP. Got Beckett and Schilling. I think going Game One, Game Two, if not something like that. And Beckett's pitching Game One, I believe. So I'm taking Red Sox all the way here uh, to not only win the ALCS but win the whole thing. I think the Red Sox are starting a little bit of a dynasty here in, in, in baseball.
2: I agree with you. I also do like Boston. I like them in mean, either maybe five or six games. Um, I think they're a great home team at Fenway Park in the postseason. Uh, David Ortiz and Manny, they're both hitting crazy right now, so that's always a good thing. And uh, Even though Cleveland has Sebastian Carmona where they want them, I think it's going to be tough for Cleveland to win games because the Red Sox are just a great overall... They're a great all-around team. They have starring pitching, they have bullpen, they have offense, so... The Boston Redskins have everything. I think they'll be too overpowered for the Cleveland Indians. I like the Red Sox to make it to the World Series. And
3: now, go to the NLCS.
2: Now, the NLCS, uh, of course, the Rockies against the Diamondbacks getting underway tonight. Of course, Brandon Webb against Jeff Francis. That game will start at 838 on TBS, so make yeah. sure you watch that. But after, of course, you listen to us. But in that series, um, I w- in my heart, I love for the Rockies to win their great underdog story but I think that Arizona will find a way to win this series. The Rockies are on a hot streak right now, but I, th- I think more than the Diamondbacks, I think that four or five days off will hurt the Rockies. Mm-hmm. They were in such a you know hot streak, and I think over a seven-game series, I don't think the Rockies have as much pitching as the Diamondbacks do. I think Brandon Webb on his back, I think he could win like two or three games for the Arizona Diamondbacks alone. I like the way the Diamondbacks, uh, I like the way they play as a team. They don't really have all-stars. They have a lot of good young players. I just I like the backs in six games. Um,
3: well, I know what you're saying. I mean, the Rockies could get cold. They obviously the one eight ten nine. I
2: mean, yeah, we keep underestimating the Rockies, and that's uh, why they keep proving us wrong. But I think they finally met their match. I think the Diamondbacks are a bad matchup for them.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, an expansion team has won, I think, like four of the last seven World Series. So they've had a good ride. The expansion teams, Arizona, of course, is also a expansion team, but um, but Colorado, you know, I much think I think Colorado will win this series. Uh, just just to pitch fully stands off a little more. I, I think Colorado can take this series in seven. I think it's going to go all the way to seven games. Um, I think the Rockies pitching will show up in this series the way it showed against Philadelphia. I think Arizona may get a little too cocky with a three-game sweep of Lupinella's Cubs. Cubs. Um, Arizona, of course, both teams have a young club. I think Holiday's going to have a huge series. I think Colorado's more clutch in Arizona, and I think Colorado will take this series in seven. And also, oh. I yeah, I hope that Kaz Matsui goes over for the series just so Mets fans will be calling up the fans saying, we shouldn't have let him go.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you're right about that. Um, well, yeah, it's a seven-game series. Of course, anything can happen. This is baseball. Both teams, you know, they're quality teams, and I think it should be a very fun series, even though the ratings probably won't be that great. You know, like half the game start at 10 o'clock. It's really ridiculous. All right, um, we'll take a little break right now. We'll Me and Ethan will have NFL picks right after this on the Sports Docket.
3: And coming up right next, the NFL picks of the Sports Docket, Aceman
6: and the Quas. You are currently listening to the Sports Docket with Aceman and the Quas. If you would like to call into the show, the phone number is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Once again, the phone number to call into the show, the Sports Docket, is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. If you would like to instant message the co-host of the show using an AIM client and we'll put your comment on the air. You can aim Steven Aceman at fanatic 910 or you can aim The Quas at quaster06 that's a double s. Once again, thanks for tuning into the show. You can also check out our official sponsor of the Sports Docket that's www.myedi.media.com. Now, back to the show. Coming
0: up next on the sports socket is the NFL pitch
1: with eight
0: man and the quad every week of the NFL. Live
1: from our
0: studios here in Brooklyn and Lindbergh.
1: Football
0: is
3: back. Hey, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the sports docket. Rachel and McCloss, this is our NFL pick for week six. And we will they get
7: take it right. We round the NFL five Damn. picks each week.
3: Oh, man. There's another blooper for you right there. Really... Another
2: blooper. Oh, man. Ethan I got... messed up, yes. Yeah, for those no... of you who are not aware, I messed up the last two weeks on that.
3: Yeah, there's not two on you. Anyway, we have our NFL picks for week six. And first, Stephen, now let me do this. Okay. What is what is the Jets record right now for the first five games?
2: Uh, the New York Jets are 1-4 and, and basically done. And how about the Giants record? The Giants surprisingly they are an impressive three and two after starting awful.
1: Yes,
3: I mean uh Jets live on the hot seat there after uh having a big having a lead not a big lead, but it had a pretty sizable lead on the Giants in the first, second half of that game.
2: Ethan, just to let you know my internet sucks. I just got logged off of aim, so I'll be back on. All right, thanks telling me that. <laughs> but um
3: But, yeah, but the, uh, as I was saying before, the Jets had a lead in the second half, and then they lost.
2: Yeah, uh, of course, the Jets' giant came last Sunday. Um, the Jets... Um,
3: oh, I, I just got a comment. Um, I got I, I a comment from uh, G-Man 10211780. Remember that show we did our predictions for the season? You predicted the Jets to go 10-6. and 6.
2: Yeah, I do remember that.
3: But so G-Man just wants to let you know that you said
2: that. Well, I'll just let him know that I'll still give him my tissues over the Yankees. Uh, but anyway, about the Jets, um, I, I did predict them to go 9-7, 10-6, and, and it doesn't look like they're going to make 10-6 and 6 because uh, they've had a bad start, of course. Chad Pennington hasn't been himself. The Jets haven't gotten what they expected out of Thomas Jones, and they aren't getting any pressure on the quarterback, which is why they're losing all these games.
3: Okay, well, see, of course, the... Uh... Uh,
2: thanks for bringing it in. All right, no problem,
3: of course, the Giants are king of New York football right now, but we'll get to that later. um we're gonna get right into our n f l picks here We're gonna okay, get so we're gonna start well now. let's
2: start with the those New York jets we will right, we'll start those New York jets. that sound good yeah, well All right, well, the Eagles are visiting the Meadowlands this weekend uh, who do you like in this game?
3: Well, here we go. the jets are headed back to the uh Oh, the Eagles are headed to the Meadowlands. The Jets
2: are the home team this weekend. The Jets
3: finally are a home team. Uh, the Eagles are going to be headed for the second straight game to the Meadowlands. They got an off week last week. Um, I don't think the uh, the Jets defense has, has as much in the sack department as the Giants do. But Donovan McNabb back at uh, Giant Stadium, and I think the Jets will come out victorious in this one. Uh, Brian Westbrook, Brian Dawkins, and L.J. Smith. They're on the injured list for the uh, Eagles against the Giants. They'll be back this week, but I still think if the Jets get a halftime lead, I think they'll hold on here. Uh, lately, um, the Eagles', the Eagles uh, offensive line has just been atrocious. The Eagles are off to one of the worst starts in a long time. And I'm, I'm taking the Jets to finally get off the hump here and get a victory and get back two games under 500. So I'm well,
2: Ethan, uh, I hope you're right with those words, but I unfortunately do not agree with you. I think the Philadelphia Eagles will win this game. Uh, I think Donovan McNabb he had a great week before his bye week, and uh, you know he came back uh, against uh, of course they they were in those ugly blue jerseys against the Detroit Lions, but McNabb had a huge game. He won that game. The Phillies uh, uh, won that game. They scored what like something like 56 points. Yeah, so their offense is going well right now, especially off a bye week, and. um I just, I don't like the Jets' makeup right now. They they don't have any confidence as a team, and until they prove that to me, I, I'm going to have to go against them right now. The Jets will fall to 1-5, and five, and it's not going to be too long, I think, before we see Kellen Clemens in there at quarterback.
3: All right, let's head over now to the Kings of New York football. That was the New York Giants. They're red hot. They got three straight wins.
2: Well, you can say the Kings of New Jersey football.
3: <laughs>
2: the Kings of New Jersey
3: football. Anyway, so they will be playing uh, this week. They're going to be Monday Night Football at Atlanta against the one and four Atlanta Falcons team uh, that uh, that has done terrible at home this year, not to mention on the road. But anyway,
2: now uh, with uh, the Atlanta Falcons, by the way, do you think of uh, do you think of dogs or do you think of uh, a football team?
3: I think more of birds, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the, 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 I,
2: so, who do you like in this game?
3: I'm going to be taking the Giants. Of course, I think the Giants are going to steamroll over the Falcons. This game is a giveaway game, really, for the Giants. Um, the Falcons don't even know if Joey Hansen or Brian Leffert would start. Um, the only the only problem, the only issue with this game for the Giants would the AJ Crumpler. And um, the Giants, see. the Giants can control that that part of the game.
2: I'm taking the Giants in this game over. All right. Well, um, well, what do I, what do I have to say about this game? I think on paper the Giants should win by like 30 points in this game, but. Usually these games are tough, you know. You're coming off a big rivalry game against the Jets. You won. You came back in the fourth quarter, you won that. So the Giants, if, if they play hard this week, they'll win. But I think complacency this week might be a problem. You know, they're riding high after a three-game winning streak. So the Giants, if they, they may have problems. I think they will win this game, but I think it'll be closer than people think. I like the Giants by about a field goal or a touchdown in this game. All right, now the next game is the big game of the week here. The undefeated matchup is the New England Patriots at the Dallas Cowboys. Tony Romo versus Tom Brady. Bill Belichick versus Wade Phillips. In this game, I like the New England Patriots. I think they'll improve to 6-0. and I, 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 They're beating everybody by 20 points right now. I think Dallas is a great team, but they had a terrible game against Buffalo, and that concerned me a little bit. They're looking a little bit ahead to this game. I think this will be a close game. I think both teams will come out with their A game. But I do like the New England Patriots in this game.
3: Yeah, this is going to be a huge game. I kind of felt the way the match has worked out. But, uh, the, the Patriots in the first five games have averaged 30 points. But they are, they are hot. They are on fire. I don't think it's the cowboy defense going to get 30 points. I think this game will be close. I feel I'm taking the Patriots in this game. they I mean, Tom Brady and
2: Tony Romo are going to match your pick.
3: You're breaking up a little, Ethan. All right. Ethan,
2: uh, what was your pick again? You were breaking up a little.
3: I think it's the Patriots.
2: Oh, you like the Patriots. All right, He likes the Patriots in this game.
3: I'm right, picking the Patriots in this game. I think all uh, these people are going to be huge. Grant Hawk versus Kyle um, Mullins and Chase Widdick. But I, I do think Patriots are going to be tough I continue to see them over the next team.
2: Okay, our next game for this week is uh, the Washington Redskins at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, It'll be uh, Brett Favre, who had um, had a uh, disappointing loss against the Bears on Sunday Night Football last week against the Redskins, who absolutely hammered the Lions at home 34-3. So in this game, I like Green Bay to bounce back at Lambeau Field. I like Green Bay against Washington. I think that Brett Favre will bounce back. I think the Packers will win. I like their offense a lot. Brett Favre is having a good time. And they're tough to beat at Lambeau Field. I don't think it will happen two straight times.
3: Well, yeah, the Packers, they finally lost to the Chicago Bears this week. But what do you have in this game is you have Amon Green, who had a great game last week and is having a great rushing season. He's not even a starter for this team, and he's putting up huge numbers. So the Packers, I think, will run up, won't run the Redskins. But I think they're going to dominate them. Uh, and Portis, you know, we'll see what happens with him. I think he'll, I think he'll run the ball well, but a will See, you never know what can happen with that Packers defense. Uh, the the Redskins secondary. Uh, that's going to be the big matchup. Can they can they stop Brett Favre? That's going to be the big question. Can they stop him to break another record? <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. But yes, I am taking the Packers, not just because Redskins the Redskins are in the giant division, but I think the Packers will control this game and continue to dominate NFC North.
2: Okay, and our final game is Houston at Jacksonville. So, uh, Ethan, uh, who do you like in this game?
3: But this is a very interesting game because compared to two teams that nobody would expect them to be over 500 at this point in time, with the Jaguars a little more. But here you go. You have Texans 3-2. and two. They finally cooled off a little bit uh, versus Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 3-1. and one. Um at least at the maximum of his own division team, the Texans are back in a normal spot in last place in a very tough AFC South. But in this game, I am going to be taking the Texans. I'm taking Texans not just because they have one of the best field kickers lately, Chris Brown, uh, who made three field goals uh at least 54 yards in one game. And here's one over Miami. That was phenomenal. If, if the uh, – if the Texans can get a field position, they're gonna win this game. Obviously, um, Houston really need to win this game. It'll Be huge to them. And it'd be huge for their confidence. They can head the Jacksonville, jamming into the division. So I like what I like, Ron Gaines. Um I like uh, I like Shaw, the quarterback for Texans, and I'm taking Texans over Jacksonville in this game.
2: Okay, well, I um, this game is like a very interesting one. Um, I don't love both teams, but obviously, I have to pick somebody. So in this game, actually, I'm going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew is playing pretty good at tailback for them. You know, they got a decent team. They're getting some decent defense. They're getting good quarterback play from uh, David Garrard. So I like the Jacksonville Jaguars at home in this game. I think Houston's a good team, but I think they're a little soft. I, I just like Jacksonville at home in this game. I think it'll be close, but uh, Jacksonville at 3-1 and will do good.
3: Okay, Steven, uh, right now... Um... All right, well... Um much sure the exact games? The way it seems, we've only done um, three weeks. Um, but through um, wait, we've done three weeks of picks. That's right. But through fifteen picks.
2: Yeah,
3: we missed last week. We missed last week, so this is this is week six. So through um, three weeks uh, of picks, you are ten and five for your first fifteen games, and I stand behind you. I'm six and nine, so I'm honestly four games back. So, and of course, this week they we got pretty much the same picks aside from two games. So,
2: yeah, so we'll see what happens by the end of the season. Okay. All right, and be, before we uh, we have to take a little break here, and we'll get into some hockey to end the show. But before we get into that, I'll just update you on the locals in hockey tonight. Not doing, not faring so well. Okay. Toronto is currently uh, beating the Islanders three to one. That game is in the second period. Okay. Ruslan Fedotenko has his second for the Islanders. And, uh, and uh, the New Jersey Devils are playing in Florida tonight against the excellent Florida Panthers, the winless Florida Panthers, and they're trailing one nothing with nine minutes to go in the second period. Olesch has his first for the Florida Panthers.
3: The Devils looking like a dead team lately. But anyway, um, for just, just to wrap up for a wrap for a side pick this week. I am taking the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Packers, and the Texans. Steve?
2: Uh, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles over the Jets. I'm taking the Giants the Packers, the Patriots, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be right back. We'll talk some NHL, and we'll take some final phone calls on the sports docket with Ace Man and the Quad.
6: Hey, sports fans. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Be sure to check out a sponsor of this show at www.myedimedia.com This show is advertised on this website, and you can also check out interesting sports news brought to you in an amazing, cool way at myedimedia.com Once again, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight, sponsored by My EDI Media. The Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio with Ace Man and the Clive. Let's go.
1: Yeah.
7: New York Sports and everything else. You do want to know
1: what
0: we're all about. Like this, 10% luck. 20% skill. 15% concentrated power of will. 5% pleasure. 50% pain. And 100% reason. His name up in life, he just wants to be heard Whether it's the beat or the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else Alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know
3: Okay, welcome back to the sports docket with Ace and McQuas. We're going to get uh, right into the a little bit of NHL right now. And um, once again, phone number is 1646 478 And you can aim us on the aim line, Mets Fanatic 910 and Quaster 06. But let's get right to uh, the hockey. And of course, Stephen, it's always embarrassing on the reign of Luther Islanders, especially when they lost last night.
2: Uh, well, last night at the Coliseum, the New York Islanders uh, defeated the New York Rangers 2-1. to um, Of course, the game-winning goal scored by none other than the guy who signed with them that day, Brian Barrard, who was, uh, of course, the new defenseman who they needed a quarterback on the power play. So Brian Barrard is exactly that guy, and he did score a power play goal to win this game for the New York Islanders last night. It was a close game all around. There was good goaltending, some good chances by each team, but in this game, came down to dumb, dumb penalties by the Rangers and the Rangers' inability to capitalize on the power play when they needed it. So the Rangers fall to 1-2 on the season, and the Islanders improved to 3-1.
3: Yeah, and the Rangers, they couldn't get much past Rick DiPietro last night or even get close to him. He had 36 saves and 37 shots. So yeah. DiPietro, looking the, way he, the way he looked pretty much all last year at the Islanders, he was just unbelievable in this game. And um, the, the Rangers were over 6 on the power play, the Islanders killed all the penalty minutes, and the Rangers, uh, took advantage in this game.
2: Uh, yeah, the Islanders took advantage of their chances. They took advantage of the um the play by Rick DiPietro, and the Islanders, you know the Islanders played they played a good hockey game. You know, they didn't take dumb penalties. They played good defense, and you know they got the goaltending when they had to.
3: And, You know, we downgraded the Islanders on this show, but the Islanders look like a pretty good team this season.
2: Uh, yeah, and... Oh yeah, just one second. Getting off topic for a second. Uh, NLCS, Arizona has scored a run in the bottom of the first inning off Jeff Francis. Uh, there's only one out, an RBI double by Eric Burns driving in Steven Drew.
3: So I'm going wild. So Jeff like Francis
2: getting touched up early and the Arizona, so my pick is going well so far. They yep. took a one nothing lead.
3: So Arizona is going well in um, Chase Field and uh, the fans are going crazy obviously. Arizona um, first um L C S in six years when they, won it, when they beat the uh, Braves and went to the World Series against the Yankees. And, of course, one of our favorite World Series, 2001. But anyway, let's
2: get back to... Um, and also, uh, just reminding the calls, if you do have any hockey calls or anything else at this point of the show, the, our phone number is one 478
3: 5118 That's one 478 5118 Okay, so we will get uh, right to it here. I mean, Islanders. is uh, Oh, first off, I have a message for Tom Rennie, and that is to play Scott Gomez more. Because this is this is a guy from the Devils who shows plenty of heart. He was a rookie of the year with the Devils. He was, even though, you know, I'm, I was pissed off. You know, I said he was a traitor for going to uh, the Rangers, for going on Broadway. But Tom Rennie's got to play this guy more. I don't know why he's not on the number one line. It doesn't make any uh, sense.
2: Well, I mean, I don't think he could be on the number one line with Chris Grory there. Chris Grory is a little bit of a better player. But, um, you know, well, with Gomez so far, I mean, he seems to be a very good skater from what I've seen from him from the first couple of games. He seems to be a very good skater, and he seems to be good at setting up people with the puck. But the only problem with Gomez so far in the first three games, you know, you haven't, the announcers really haven't called his name much. He hasn't really been involved enough, like you said. And I, he does need to get a little bit more ice time. He does need to get a little bit more time to make plays, maybe uh, put him in different spots right now because... He's not really making plays right now with the line that he's on with, uh, you know, Brendan Shanahan. So, um, you know maybe else? Tom Reddy will trickle up the lines a little bit. But, you know, it's still early in the season. There's still plenty of time. I think he'll get more plenty of time as the season goes well, along.
3: Well, watch a couple of uh, a couple of Ranger games start this season. I mean, this team is not, it's not been so aggressive on face-offs. Last year, they won like every faceoff. I mean I that exaggeration there
2: it's but it's very it's very early. They have one of the best faceoff men in the league and Chris Drury. Actually they I think they're doing okay on face offs, so that's not the problem. It's just that the problem is they haven't scored a power play goal yet and um Exactly a the problem. They're not clicking as a team yet, but, you know, that'll come with time, you know, there's still seventy nine games left in this long season. And, you know, it took them like, you know, sixty games to gel as a team last year and they still, you know, made the playoffs. So I I you know I I wouldn't be worried about the Rangers just yet. I don't know. On, on the Islanders, in the Islanders' case, I'd be very happy as an Islander fan right now. They they have started excellent this season. You yeah. didn't really know what you're going to get from the new guys in Fedotenko and uh, Bill Guerin and Mike Comrie, but Mike Comrie had an, an excellent few days, and it also helps that you know he brings Hillary Duff to every game. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. Islander fans should be happy right now.
3: Yeah, the Islanders, the Islanders um, are. Setting a little bit of a tone here for this Atlantic division. And all, this division is going to be interesting because you got the Islanders off to a great start. You got the, the Penguins.
2: You have five solid teams in this division, really, yeah. if you think about it.
3: You got the Penguins, leader, of course, of Crosby, now finally the captain of, this, of that hockey team. You still got a very young team with Stahl and everybody there. Um, you know, and, of course, the Flyers with um,
2: Daniel Daniel
3: Briere, yeah. So it's going to be a very tough division of and the Devils, you know. The way they're playing, no matter
2: who the Devils have with uh, number thirty in between the pipes, they're always in there.
3: Yeah, well, you got to say that. But right now, the Devils fan, which I, people still can't believe I am um, and the Devils fan, well, offered their this one and two start. This is their, I mean, only one and two, nothing to worry about. But this is their worst start since two
2: thousand two thousand one. Well, so. the Devils, I mean, you know, they're a team that they're always boring to watch. Face it. I mean, you're a Devils fan, but come on, they're a boring team to watch. You know.
3: I, I try to get into the game. I try to get, get into it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, but, you know, they, they never get a sold-out crowd. Come on. But, you know, the Devils are a team that they always seem to like, you always say before the season, oh, they're not that great. Hey, and and Del- then they end up making the playoffs and going far into the playoffs every single year. So I never count the Devils out.
3: Steve, when Devils play the Rangers, they always have a sold-out crowd.
2: Yeah, the Devils own the Rangers, basically.
3: Well, when Devils play Rangers, they always sell out crowd. All the Rangers fans head to New Jersey. Well,
2: yeah, because half the fans are Ranger fans.
3: Yeah. <laughs> true.
2: Basically. But,
3: yeah, I mean but I mean this Dallas is going get it, gotta get it together.
2: You know, uh, and also, yeah, you said with this Atlantic division, it's anybody's division, of course the Pe- the Penguins with Crosby and Malkin and all their youth, you know, they they have they have an excellent team there. You know, you have, of course you have the Rangers with of course their big signings and Lundquist and you have the Islanders with their signings and DiPietro, Pietro, you have Brodeur, you have Daniel Briere and the Flyers. You never know what the Flyers, you know, they had one bad year, they could come back. The Flyers had 101 points the year before last year, so you never know.
3: No doubt about that, and
2: um, it's going to be a good hockey season. I I I love watching hockey. It's a fun sport, and yeah, um, yeah I love
3: it. Especially, especially good um, if you're a Mets fan, you're always you get pretty much guaranteed to be a Rangers fan, except in my case. But
2: well, but, actually, it's it's supposed to be Yankees, Giants, Rangers, but you know I break one rule: Mets Jets uh, Rangers instead of Mets Jets Islanders.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, neither. I live in Long Island, so. But what you're saying, yeah, I mean, the Me- the Rangers are a very exciting team. They have not really showed it yet. The Devils are.
2: Don't worry. There's plenty of time. Yeah, Bernie will lead his players. I think the Rangers will become better and better as season goes
3: But you know, games won in um, games won in October, same in hockey. Games won in October. There's one less game one in April, so you got to yeah. get.
2: I mean, yeah. People underestimate these points right now. I mean, you can't just throw away these points because it's early in the season. You have to play every game like it's your last game. But you know, it's you know, of course, it is still early. So I'm I'm not concerned about my Rangers yet.
3: Yeah, well, you know, we'll see what happens with this. The Rangers, of course, now um, they gonna start with a road trip soon. Or are they going on a little homestand here?
2: Um, homestand, road trip. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know.
3: Not really sure.
2: The <laughs> Rangers, I think, I think they're playing at home against the Capitals. Yeah, not 100 percent sure. I think they are playing at home against the Capitals.
3: Well, Washington off to a very really good start this year. Um, best for me in a team with a with a heavy hand. They're uh, three and zero. The Capitals off to a great start. Well, Ottawa who's five and
2: zero. Yeah, <laughs> Ottawa. That that they're off to a great start, but they're not as good as their record. Yeah. You know, you know, Ottawa hasn't lost a game yet. They won every game in preseason that they played.
3: Yeah, Ottawa's they been, won
2: every game I, in the regular what, season so far. So it's pretty amazing what they're doing. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, Ottawa,
3: you could you could you could pick Ottawa as a safe bet to go back to the uh, championship.
2: As yeah, I, Ottawa, of course, appeared in the um, and appeared in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. They lost to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks.
3: Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, Ottawa is looking phenomenal starting the season. Um, and even with that, um, the goalie Ray Emery. Was uh, sent down uh, for a two-game minor league stint. So
2: yeah, he's hurt. But Martin Gerber is doing just fine.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're still like, keeping it in there. And by the way, the Devils' um, their backup goalie—guess who it is?
2: Uh, Kevin Weeks. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Weeks. I mean, he—he's no, a disaster. Let's uh, hope I that Bordeaux doesn't get hurt, or else your season is over.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is—we don't we don't have, have Scotty Clements anymore. Now we got Kevin Weeks here. This is kind of a situation. You know, the Devils could face, you know, there's less possibility Devils could face some 7 nothing games this year in terms of the other favor. So this is going to be a tough season uh, to watch the Devils fans if we don't
2: get it going. All right, Kwos, we don't got any more callers on the line? Uh, let me check. No, we have no callers on the line. But all right, uh, so that does it for this edition of the Sports of with Ace Man and the Klaus. Yeah. We would like to thank you all for joining us. And we want to remind you all that a week from tonight, we'll, we will be airing again, the same time, same place. Tune right here the Sports Docket with Ace Man and LaQuas Thursdays at www.blogtalkradio.com. Next
3: week we'll probably get back to our usual guest slots, maybe a little arm tree and rapid fire for you. But, yes, uh, this was Episode 19. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Um, so for Stephen Ackerman, the Ace Man, Ethan Quass and LaQuas, John Sterling, Susan Wallman, and Mark Elliott, this has been episode 19 and of... And Frank. And Frank, yes. You can't stand up Frank. But this, is, this has been episode 19... And Andrew. Of, and Andrew, yes. Uh, this is episode 19 of the Sports Docket, and we'll see you... Good night. You Thursday night. Good night, and go Rockies.
0: Won't even get pulled over in they don't see The good life Let's go on a living street Yeah, they say the best
2: things in life are free The good life It feel like Atlanta It feel
3: like L.A. It feel like Miami It feel like NY Summertime style We had a good show
2: tonight No doubt die about that, dude I'm sorry
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got to i a one
0: time Sorry
4: I
3: oh, Holy
0: Yeah all
7: well, three or four
3: Just Steven's
2: Jerry, Frank, my friend Frank. What? Frank is my new friend. the Yankee fan. He's the Yankee fan. I talk
0: to him all the time now. Cool. Yeah. My. <laughs>